Good morning from Dubai. My name is Sharad Agarwal, and I am the founder of OnlyWebinars.com. I am pleased to welcome you to today's webinar, Crisis Premiership of Time. I want to thank Brigadier Sushil Basin for accepting my invitation to share his wisdom with all of us. I think the topic of today's webinar is very appropriate. Post COVID, we have all had to reinvent ourselves in the way we work and indeed in the way we live. Charles Darwin said it best, it is not the strongest of the species that survives, nor the most intelligent that survives. It is the one that is most adaptable to change. The good news is that people who have adapted to the new reality are surfing the wave. An example that comes to my mind is of one of my favorite brands called Brooks Brothers. When they saw a dip in sales of formal shirts and suits, they quickly pivoted and launched an extensive range of loungewear. And guess what? Today, their fastest selling products are shorts and pajamas. I want to quote Charles Darwin once again, when he said, a man who dares to waste one hour of time has not discovered the value of life. The other important fallout of this crisis has been that people are now putting a premium on their time. While time is free, it is priceless. How we invest our time will decide our future. I had a look at the registrations for this webinar and we have a truly global audience. We have participants from Europe, the Middle East, Asia, and the Far East. You can use the chat feature on your screen to let us know where you are based. Let me now introduce to you Gautam Ganglani, who will moderate today's webinar. Gautam is the founder of Right Selection and is no stranger to Dubai. For over 20 years, Gautam has closely worked with world-renowned authors and global thought leaders like Marshall Goldsmith, Ron Kaufman, and Jack Canfield, and has expanded his business operations from Dubai to Mumbai in 2019. Gautam will pose your questions to Brigadier Basin after his presentation. So keep your questions coming using the Q&A tab and the chat feature on your screen. Now it's time for me to hand over to you, Gautam. Thank you very much, Sharad, for that very warm introduction. On behalf of OnlyWebinars.com and Right Selection, a very warm welcome to each and every one of you who've joined us for this virtual session today. 
It gives me great pleasure to introduce our speaker for today, a dear friend, professional international speaker and author. He's been 34 years in the army, a corporate trainer for over 15 years, delivered over 600 programs in the current climate in the last four months, delivered over a hundred virtual events. He is the author of six books. His best-selling book is A Million Dollar Second, which is published by CNBC. That speaks leaps and bounds of his credibility, both as an author and speaker. Please join me in giving a warm welcome to Brigadier Sushil Basin. Thank you. Over to you, to Brigadier. Thank you very much, Gautam, for that wonderful introduction. Uh, I wish to thank Sharad Agarwal and Gautam Ganglani for this platform. I think it's a great opportunity. Hi, Dubai. I'm so happy to be there, although I know we are an audience from all over the world, at least a part of that world. And uh, it is a great pleasure to be particularly focused on Dubai, which is a place I love. Last two years, I was wanting to be in Dubai, but it is only Gotham who gave me the first opportunity to be there for a week in February. And I just love the place. I love the people. So thank you very, very much for this opportunity. I'm also very grateful to each one of you because you are the people who love themselves. Because it's only people who love themselves have a quest to learn, have a quest to self-improve and develop themselves. And if you have chosen willingly and happily to invest 3,600 seconds of your precious time today, I think you are great people and I really say thank you to you and a big salute to all of you. Friends, today I'm going to be talking about a very important subject. But before that, can I ask you all to do a little exercise? Now, I'll not be able to see you, but I believe that because you are great learners, you will do exactly what I'm telling you. So I want you to have your hands up here, right, with your palms facing you. And I'm going to ask you to come down like this with a little breathe out, which will be a little sniff from your nose. Okay, and in yoga, it is called Bhastrika. But when Tony Robbins workshop, he said grab. So what he said was, whatever is going to be there in the next one hour, I'll grab, I'll grab. So you're going to do that with an energizer and some breathing exercise. So, okay, so you're going to do it five times and I want you to do like this. You know that sniffing noise must come and you must feel that. Okay, ready, go. Five times. Grab, 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 grab. Thank you very much. If I asked you, what were you doing right now? What were you doing right now? Can you please put in the chat box, what did you do right now? What did you do right now? What is this exercise? So I'm not getting any responses, but I'm sure you'll say breathe. And my question is, were you breathing before this exercise? Of course you were. But did you get up in the morning and uh, shake hands with somebody? Of course, now Corona, not shake hands, but say, uh, hello, uh, are you breathing well today? Or do you go and tell people, oh, today I'm breathing very well. We never say that. But yet we know that that's the most important thing that keeps us alive. The moment we stop breathing, 
we are not living we are dead and yet we don't talk about it guys similarly time is such a subject we are conscious about it we know it happens we know that it is a vital resource we know it is a most precious resource but we willingly let it go we are so particular about our money we put it in our wallet we go and put it in the bank we want to invest it to be able to get returns out of it we know that when you don't earn your money or money goes away like a lot of people in covid have lost their money or lost their jobs etc you all know that you will come back in some time you'll get that money back but will you get your time back no not at all yet we don't respect it we invest money but we spend time from today can you stop spending time because your mind your subconscious mind is sensitive to the words you use so from today no spending of time because the moment you say i spent 30 hours 30 minutes with him you expected that time to go away diminish into a zero spending is related to an expense which goes away so from today when you spend some time consciously say i invest 30 minutes with you that's why i said thank you for investing your 30 minutes why because i promise you a high return on that investment so without any further ado let me share my screen and start with the presentation right so here we go so today i am going to be talking about crisis preneurship of time and what it means is when you skillfully and consciously invest the minimum amount of time and that's what an entrepreneur does he invests the minimum resources and aims at the highest possible return so as a crisis preneur that means you are a person who's conscious that in crisis i have to be a little more vigilant i have to be more alert i have to be on my toes so i will invest the minimum amount of time and generate maximum possible profit through productivity okay how many of you resonate with this please write in the chat box me if you think that that is something that really really resonates with you now just before we start a few i say wow which is way of working i don't call them rules first thing is i want you to empty your cups i'm sure you know a lot about time obviously you know but today can we focus on what you don't know and i promise you i'm going to be telling you a lot of things that they are not a google away they are not a run of the mill time management things it is not what you have been hearing all the time i'm going to be talking of things that i'm sure at least few of them if not all you would have probably never heard and even if you heard you'll probably get another perspective and today all of us are going to collect together and create a new perspective of time how many of you are prepared to do that say me me means i am prepared to spend that effort i'm going to i'm going to be focusing on that effort 
of creating a multiple effect uh, a multiple effect of time perspectives and we're going to look at time in a different way at the end of this 60 hours presentation 60 minutes sorry you will be certainly looking at time in a way that you never thought before that's my promise do take notes because i would like you to write down anything that is relevant to you so if you're already doing it it doesn't mean to you don't write it but anything which is an ah moment and you say ah this is what i need to do please make a note of it because at the end of this class you will certainly have a few good go, uh, lessons to go by there's a virtual master class now when i say master class i mean that you are going to be taking notes applying them in your life and aim at changing the way you do things because if you continue to do what you are doing you will continue to get the results you are getting and i'm sure you want to get better results so when you want to get better results you have to change the way you are working right now the next point is i want you to play 100% which means participate fully keep your fingers you can do some exercise keep them faster fingers first the moment i say something hit your chat box because today i am in a format where i am not able to see you and i love to have webinars where we are all on videos and i i create a lot of vibe with my audience and today i'm doing a program called hive which is high in uh, high impact virtual engagement and i do a program called train the online trainer with that in aim so my style actually is to get a lot of interaction and today i can only do it through the uh, through the chat box right now the last thing is don't believe anything i say because what i'm going to say is my experience and my experience and my belief may not be the same as yours so till it gets converted into your belief till it gets converted into your resonance don't take it then you can just discard that because some of the things that happen in my life may be different from you and i respect that and i expect you to take what you think is good for you now we talk about managing time and i want to ask you can you really manage time can you slow it down can you fasten it can you stretch it can you contract it can you expand it can you change the way it goes no time goes on ticking at the same speed it never gets tired it can't be reversed it can't be stopped it just carries on and the best part is it is a resource it is a resource that we don't realize is equal your competitors your bosses your parents your children everyone has 86400 seconds a day no more no less you can be trump you can be a taxi driver you still have 86400 seconds that is a resource which puts you on a level playing ground and therefore you can compete with your competitors they may have more resources than you but they don't have more time and if you can capitalize on this resource you have got a winning card in your hand how many of you have a bank account now a lot of people say that's a stupid question and sure it is it is a stupid question 
but i still like to ask you and tell me tell me uh, in the chat box how many of you have a bank account uh okay i'm only getting the chat option i'm not getting the sorry okay i okay got it yeah yeah so i want to say this how many of you have a i suppose we all have okay good right you all have i guess so but still i want you to vouch for yourself how are you vouching for others whether they have a bank account or not and the next question is whose money is there in that account please write whose money who does the money belong to my money my money mine mine of course mine now does anyone else put money in your account if you have somebody if you are lucky people have somebody else putting money in your account no yes somebody vipul said yes vipul husband i wish my wife had a husband like yours okay right so yeah father husband there are some nice people who do it but other than that is there anyone else who puts money in your account shubha employer no way no way no employer in this world puts his money in your account he puts your money in your account when you earn it the ownership changes it is no longer the employer's money then it becomes yours and then he transfers your money in your account right okay so i am going to make a, a statement and i am assuming that you know the meaning of if or suppose so if i tell you suppose i hope you are clear about the meaning of suppose suppose i transfer 10000 dirhams rupees dollars whatever in your account every day and i told you suppose i am not going to do it for sure but let's say 10000 rupees get into your account every day with a condition that you are not going to have this tomorrow morning tomorrow morning it will become zero it's a zero balance account you don't have to maintain a minimum balance but every day i put 10000 rupees in the morning they are not there what would you do with that money please one word what would you do with that money what would you do with that money in your bank account quick i didn't find any answer coming invest use it spend reinvest whatever you do what do you do from the bank you withdraw it how many of you withdraw it when you withdraw it then whether you spend it you reinvest it that's a different matter but technically the first thing you do is withdraw how many of you will withdraw it say me and please tell me how much so please say how much money will you withdraw if you withdraw how much will you all of it will you leave something behind say 10 rupees 100% all all everyone wants all look at the greed all minimum balance is zero 100% okay very good no use of leaving it behind yeah yeah very good take every bit of it what about this account are you aware of this account god gave us this account and said the same thing i am going to give you 86400 seconds every day and they'll not be available tomorrow now what do we do please write how many of you use every minute and don't waste anything how many of you don't leave anything on the table do we all spend a lot we leave lot on the table we are not even prepared to leave 10 rupees when it comes to time but we are prepared 
easily to let that uh, go. So I want you to do an exercise. How many of you are prepared to do that exercise, right? Yes, exercise, right? Exercise. How many of you are prepared to do that exercise for 30 days and report to me after 30 days the result of that exercise? I'll be very grateful if you do that. And that exercise is you will start a notebook or a you know something on your bedside table where you will write the date and in front of the date, you will write the money you saved every day. You will equate one second equal to one rupee, one dirham, one dollar, whatever is your currency. Equate it in your mind. So let's say in, I'm talking of rupees, 86,400 rupees I get every day. At the end of the day, I'm just going to close my eyes just before I sleep and evaluate how much, how much money did I save today? I'm not saying how, how much money did I waste today because I don't want to look at that negativity. I want to concentrate on how much did I use? How much did I use? And you know, it's going to be a very uh, imaginative, subjective thing. So you'll say, oh, today the meeting didn't happen or I got stuck in the traffic jam or I made so many calls and nobody answered. So not a good day today. So maybe I use 60,000. The other day you can say, oh, today was very good. Today was very, very good. So 70,000. Today I went for sleep for eight hours, but it was a, not a good sleep. I didn't really get good sleep. So not a, you not spend that, you not invested that sleep time well. Okay, so that way you'll come to and every day you will write down at the end of the month, you will average it out. What is happening right now actually is that your conscious mind is turning it to a subconscious DNA that you will start evaluating your time every day. And that is what I strongly believe. It's not about saving time. It's not about managing time. It's not about learning management tools. It is about being the person who will save time and invest it well. It is about becoming that individual who is determined to use this resource in the best possible way and thereby increase a few years of your life. A nurse in a hospice, and I hope you know, hospice is a hospital where people with no hopes are kept to care for till they finally die. A nurse in a hospice once said that I have seen more than 2,000 people die I haven't heard even one person, not even a single individual in my life I heard who said, I wish I had more money. But she said almost all of them, when they were dying said, I wish I had more time. Guys, today, I wish to give you that gift of more time in your life. I want you to live a life when you, when you are nearing that end, you go satisfied that I did what I wanted to do, I have invested my time well. Right? Now, I say time management is dead. Digital disruption killed it. Time management, the way it was perceived by David Allen and all in early 1940s, was all about efficiency. It was a mechanical thing. You do things efficiently, save some time, and in that time, do some more work. In today's world, you save time. You use that for more work and therefore multiply your stress levels. 
I would strongly encourage you to do the same. Save some time and use it for leisure. Use it for something that you want to and don't get time. You want to do gardening. You want to do reading. You want to play golf. You want to spend time with your children. Save time and use it there, not for work, right? Because work is enough that you are doing in a day. Now we are going to talk about the subject of time management, and I strongly believe that there is nothing called time management. Time management would have been if I told you like earlier, if you could slow down time. You say, okay, today I'll spend twenty-three hours, and tomorrow I will do that. I'll save one hour for tomorrow. So tomorrow I want twenty-five hours because a lot of work tomorrow. Then it would be time management. It is simply life management. It is the way you manage yourself. You have to manage yourself, and you have to manage your life. And let us go through a few things of how you do that. A simple definition of time is time is life. When you say, "I, I will talk to you for five minutes," haven't you given five minutes of your life to the person you are talking? And do some people take away your time when they don't deserve it? Are you prepared to give your life to the people who don't deserve it? Can you please be a little more careful that your life is not here? to be wasted on negativity on unproductive stuff and i'm not talking of unproductivity from money point of view anything that does not mean anything to you doesn't have value doesn't give you happiness doesn't give you excitement something you should gain something whether it's sense of achievement it's an aha moment gain something my good friend neeraj shah in a productivity workshop about 5 years back taught me something which i've never uh, forgotten and i use it very very effectively in my uh, workshops and that is what is productivity and he said it is the product of focus and energy with time now time is a constant that can't change time is constant but focus and energy used in a particular time will give you the productivity if you don't focus and put all your energy the result will be zero because zero focus into whatever energy is zero and if you put all the focus and zero energy again it will be zero so please understand and please take a note of this if you haven't apply it and let me know how it works for you it has worked for thousands of people who have applied it and found very good results so focus into energy and use it in proper time and your productivity will go high Now, guys, when I was in the army, and for me, life came in a different package. My parents were very, very particular about a routine. So, all my life, right from my early childhood, there was a time to wake up, there was a time to sleep, there was a time to eat, there was a time for homework. Uh, I didn't have the luxury of doing what I wanted to when I wanted to. At the age of ten, I went to a boarding school in Senik School, which is a military school in Kapurthala, and there. it was a little tougher because the mother's love did not get mixed up with the discipline or the routine so if i did want my breakfast a little later my mother would probably go a little out of my father's discipline and give me breakfast even late but senic school won't do that and then i went to nda became even tougher and then the army 34 years it started getting tougher and tougher and when i reached the army i realized 
it was not managing my own time i was also managing the time of my jawans and therefore this thing became more and more conscious in me and when i came into the corporate world and i was doing corporate training programs i found that in all my team building programs one thing that every company wanted was sir time management and therefore this started getting my fancy for the last few years i did a lot of research on the subject i studied a lot on it and then i wrote a book called million dollar second now this book is a best selling book gautam told you and i have learned a lot from my guru called brian tracy and i'm sure many of you know him and he has very right very kindly endorsed this book right so this has been the result of my many years working on this uh, subject studying it consciously and today i would like to share that with you but before that i want to tell you that this book is not a book it has become the mission of my life i am very keen to create a time conscious society in the world how many of you would be prepared to join me in this effort of turning the world into a time conscious society so i see habibu saying yes me sharad agarwal saying me bipul saying me okay swapan nirmala very good i'm seeing lot of people i know very well nirmala swapan all my students very good okay shreyas ganesh all of them saying me yes i am already with you ganesh says thank you very much ganesh yes i know so i created this society called time investors league and uh, i have a whatsapp group anyone who buys my book comes onto this society onto this group and we also have a facebook page and i've recently started adding also those people who do my time related workshops so anyone who's done a program of mine also gets so in to be a member of the time conscious society you have to either have read my book or attended my workshop these are the two conditions because i want people to understand the fundamentals before they just uh, emotionally say i want to be a member of the time investors league because it's a serious business it's not a joke now we are coming to crisis and you know the whole idea today i am talking about is how to handle time in crisis now uh, i was as i told you in february i was in uh, dubai and i did training of a company called intertech there and uh, then i also attended a program which uh, gautam had introduced me to and in those that week i did see that there was some talk there were people wearing masks some of them which was not happening in india at that time and then i was also hearing things people saying something in china has happened some corona virus and i also remember a discussion on the tv where people said oh thank god we are not involved you know in india the climate climate is such and our immunity levels are high oh so we are out of it till we found in the month of march that yes we were also party to that game it was somewhere near 17th of march when gautam and i were having a, a conversation and because i am a very proud speaker of right selection on that panel and gautam is such a, 
a wonderful person, not only professionally, but also become a very close friend uh, because he does not operate from just a business angle. He, he strongly believes in relationships and that is what his new book is about. His book is Breaking the Bread, Building Long-Term Relationships for a Successful Business. So I told Gautam, I said, now you have cancelled your Marshall Goldsmith, you've got your Ron Kaufman not coming. What are you going to do? Because your business all around speaking events and they're not happening. So he said, yeah, I'm wondering, I'm just wondering what to do. And yeah, so I said, uh, why don't we get into webinars? I said, but I've not done one. I said, yeah, I have done some webinars. Let's do one webinar this Sunday. He said, are you crazy? There are three days left and we don't have time for marketing and all. And I told Gautam something which was absolutely out of a impulsive thing. I don't even know how and why I said it. But I said, Gautam, this may not be a perfect webinar, but it will be a timely webinar. And we did that. On 22nd March, we did our first webinar. Guys, on 21st evening, Prime Minister Narendra Modi was very kind to us. He announced a Janta curfew on 22nd. We had the whole country's attention to us. And we realized that this was a beautiful opportunity. Now we can get more people. Gautam started telling me, hey, we are getting more registrations, more registrations. And my Zoom account had 100 people. I changed over that account overnight to 500 people. We had 350 registrations and we had 250 people on the call. Sorry, 150 people on the call. Right? Lots of people wrote to us that we couldn't log in. So they wanted some material. We sent them our recordings. But that was a great beginning. And today is my 74th webinar. Of course, I've done many more virtual engagements. So it's more than 100. Now, what happened, I want to tell you. When I came back from Dubai and I saw my training programs getting cancelled, uh, Gotham's speaking engagements getting cancelled, then I have some very good friends who are global speakers, James Taylor. He came out with a webinar once and said all speaking gigs are getting cancelled. I got down with my team and said we have to reset our goals. Whatever goals we had set for June, July were all going out, all all our booked training and speaking assignments were getting cancelled. So we had to do something. So we realized that we have to handle crisis and we immediately came on to and started announcing webinars. For good one month, 30 odd webinars were free. We were also in a mood to give to the public because situation in the world was such. And then I started getting corporate training calls. There was a jewelry company who first came in they asked for one webinar. We did 12 in a series. And I started not only getting busy, but I also started making money. And my financial goals were soon becoming a reality. It took me about two months. By the end of June, I was almost in a 3x state. I was making three times more money than I was making in the month of January, February. Why? Because I handled that crisis in time. Other people kept thinking about it. Tony Robbins says, think and act in that sequence. He says, don't act and think. You can't reverse the situation. But you act. He says, people keep thinking too much and they don't act. So the emphasis here and why I shared this with you was how when you are in crisis, time becomes the most important factor. So when you get into a crisis, 
there are five things that happen generally in all crises, small or big, whether you miss a flight or lose your keys or whatever crisis, they come with these. One, it breaks a pattern. There's a normal pattern, that pattern gets broken, so you get a surprise. Second is there seems to be a loss of hope. Uncertainty seems to be hovering around. They all come with a certain amount of stress and they all demand quick decision. They all demand quick decision. You can't be pending decisions when there's a flood, there's an earthquake. You can't say, ke there's no time for that. Right? So have you ever felt that your life is all about juggling balls? That you're juggling so many activities together. If you're all juggling all the time, please write juggling. How many of you think you're juggling with time all the time? You're juggling between your family time, your professional time, juggling all the time. Ripple says yes. Sharad says yes, juggling. Okay, very good. Rakesh says juggling. Very good. Isn't it a gay race against time? Even today what we are doing, let's say we are all racing against time. We are all talking of flattening the curve. It's all about a race against how quickly can you get your infrastructure, that dotted line? How quickly can you get it in place and stop the spike of... Uh, positive cases because anyone who gets affected with the virus brings 8 to 10 more people and therefore it grows in uh, geometrical progression. So to stop that, we are all racing against time. And I think nowhere in my life at least was a global awareness of time as much evident as it is today. Today, then I'm going to tell you the five keys to encash a crisis. How do you come out of this crisis? I have many more, but I've chosen five because we have a short time today. So five keys I'm going to tell you and they're the most important ones. This is a time to pick up your pen and paper and write what is relevant to you. And you will find that most of them are something that you either didn't hear earlier or did not understand them the way I'm going to tell you. The first one is knowing your hourly work. Are you aware of the value of your one hour? And this worth is not rupees. It's not dirhams. It is not dollars. It is the subjective value of your hour. How happy do you feel when you invest your time properly? Right? Now, there's no way of measuring that. How do I measure my happiness? There isn't a way. So just to do that, Brian Tracy came out of this idea and it is his definition that hourly worth is a product of yearly income divided by the number of hours you work in a year. In America, they say divided by 2000 because an average American works for 2000 hours in a year. But if you want to be more accurate, you can work out the number of hours you work in your weekdays, then in your holiday or sorry, on a Sunday or a weekend. And then that becomes weekly and instead of multiplying by 52, uh, deduct the number of holidays, whether you take a vacation or your gazetted holidays, and that would probably give you the number of hours. Can some of you please work out your hourly worth quickly and write down in the chat box, what is your hourly worth? Now, sometimes I'm talking to students. I'm talking to people who are working in companies and they say my hourly worth is fixed. I can't do anything about it. And I said, no. Now write your 
desired hourly worth. Okay, my hourly worth today is thousand. I want to convert it into fifteen hundred. That is where now the challenge comes, and that gets in embedded in your goals. Your goal could be that I will increase my hourly worth from thousand to fifteen hundred. And how do you do it? There are three options. Only three options. One is increase your yearly income. The second is decrease the number of hours you work in a day, and third is do both of them simultaneously. So an ideal goal would be that I'll increase my hourly worth from thousand to twelve hundred, and decrease the number of hours I work from eight hours to six hours, and that could give you excitement in life. The second one we come to is roti, and this is certainly not the roti that you that came to your mind, which is there on the screen. I am talking of a different roti, and this is return on time invested. What is the return on your time invested? This does not again come in rupees or currency. It comes in subjective ways. But again, I need to measure it. So what I do is, I work out a system of asking myself, create a matrix out of it. So if I have an event. i say how was that event for me i create a matrix you could do it 1 on 10 i do it 1 on 4 0 to 4 if it was absolutely a useless thing you went for a meeting you went for a webinar you went for something you went for a wedding useless didn't enjoy it all there was nobody there it was chaotic i didn't meet my friends useless one is if it was useful but not worth my time i could have rather been in the office i could have rather slept for a while two ways when it's average i just got the value of my time it is okay i have nothing to complain it is okay i got my value four is when i gained more than what i spent oh that is beautiful i got more i didn't expect all to happen and fourth is of course balle balle excellent really enjoyed it is amazing so at the end of this exercise i'm also going to ask you what is your roti so please be prepared mentally to tell me how was this investment of your time today this one is a most important one and i have had a friend of mine called michael podolinski who in uh based out of singapore in american he's a productivity guru of asia and he says that he has done 37 years of productivity workshops in 37 countries and when i was got, i got talking to him on this when we met in a boot camp in goa he said sushil i never heard of this thank you and i've learned this from you can i use it in my workshops and i said i'll be so privileged i said I'll, i'll take your name i'll say that i learned it from sushil and we got a video on this on youtube as well when for 22 minutes we have a conversation on the value of time as seen by michael podolinski right now what does this mean so i been asking in a, in my workshops in my master classes i've asked many ceos or mds how much time are you responsible for to your company your accountability how much time and normally the answer would be 8 hours and then i say how many people do you have in your company and let's say assume they say 1000 hours as a how much time do each one of your people 
have to spend on the company's work so answer is 8 hours so i said are you responsible for 8 hours or are you responsible for 8000 hours in a day and i've really speaking never got an answer right everyone talks about his personal time and nobody takes the responsibility or accountability of the time of his entire company tell me guys when you employ a person in real terms haven't you bought his 8 hours of time say yes or no haven't you really speaking bought his 8 hours of time yes yes Amir says yes. Rakesh says yes. Yeah. You have bought his eight hours of time. But that guy is working four hours. Are you getting your man, uh, money's worth? He's spending eight hours in the office doing four hours work and four hours he's wasting. He's on Facebook and Instagram. He's on telephone calls attending to his uh, personal things. So therefore, I come with a formula and say, I will take on the responsibility of teaching or training or coaching this CEO to improve his productivity from four to let's say five hours. And I will also do in the same workshop, same masterclass, his business head or a functional head, all people who are first level reportees to him. So let's say I work on these four people and improve their productivity by 10 20% which is very very easy to do more than 20% is tougher but 20% is very very easy tell me in the chat box what do you think would be the repercussion or the effect of this on the levels below can you please write down and let me know write in the chat box what would be the effect on other people the people below this 80% compounding effect. Yes. So now, don't you think if these four people's productivity goes up, they would also be indirectly, directly getting the productivity of their people below higher because I've gotten them into their conscious mind. They are now evaluating their time. Will they not evaluate the time of their team? Will they not encourage them? Will they not motivate them? Will they not inspire them? Will they not teach them? This is what I call compounding of time. Guys, I can turn the turnover of a company by a good percentage without your investing a penny on any extra resources. You would probably save on your manpower. I'm already doing a very interesting case study and example with my friend, Dr. Arunagiri in his company called Pacific. And I'll soon have some figures to tell you how much exactly. Because earlier we have done, but we have not measured. Now I'm doing a case study and measuring it. The next one we are talking about is surfing the time wave. As I told you, the uh, time wave also has a pattern like any other thing. You know, so time wave, a tide goes up and down. When there's a high tide, it goes higher. When there's a low tide, it goes lower. But the pattern remains the same. It goes up and down. But what happens when a tsunami comes? What happens when a storm comes? The pattern is broken. And that is what happens in a crisis. The pattern is broken. Coronavirus came and broke the pattern in the entire world of the way we work. Nobody had done work from home 
the manner in which we are doing right now. You may have worked from home, but the whole world was not working from home. If you were working from home, you were handling your team, 20 people sitting in one room. Today, you have 20 people sitting in 20 different offices. So it's a different ball game. So what happens is, I want to show you through a video. So please permit me to show you this video. And please confirm if you can hear the sound. Is it audible? life are you going to surf the time wave are you going to be riding the time wave or are you going to be ridden by the time wave are you going to allow the time wave to take over you or you will keep control are you driving the life of your car with you on the steering wheel are you controlling it or are you letting your life control you Sharad says, right, the time wave. Yes, all those. Hopefully, sir. Why hopefully? Rakesh, it is up to you. You are the owner of that thought. Nobody else decides what you are going to do. So you have to say, yes, I will. So now I see Sunita saying, sir. And uh, Ali Amir saying, sir. Very good. So that is what I'm talking about. Now I'm going to relate this to your real time. So what happens in your life is, there's a time wave that you have. And the time wave is, let's say that on the x-axis, you have got the time of the day going by. Starting from the morning, let's say to the evening. And on the y-axis is your productivity or the time that you're spending, the, the, the value that you're getting in that time. So all of us are wired in a way that some people work the best in the morning, some people work in the evening. So let's say you are a fan of uh, Tony Robbins or Robin Sharma and come with a 5 a.m. club and you get up at 5 a.m. and 5 to 8 is your best time. So that would what I call your prime time. Mine is at night. I would probably work from 10 o'clock at night to 1 o'clock in the morning and get up at what 7.38. That is the way I work. So everyone has his own. Whatever is your prime time, please write it down. Write down your time and say this is my prime time. Then there are times when you have done a lot of serious work and you get exhausted. And now your energy levels are coming down. So call that your downslope. If you come to some a time of your day when it's really bad, your energy is almost down to minimum. Call that the trough, that your energy has gone into a trough. And then if you do something about it, energize yourself some way or the other, then you will come to upslope. What you do today now, please listen to me carefully. When you schedule your day, whatever is your prime time, put all your priority jobs. If you have watched that video or you have seen the jar of life where a professor puts all the big rocks in the jar and you know talks about is the jar full. So you know that if you put water first, then there will be no place for your big rocks. 
so the big rocks is what you put in your prime time the most important things your proposals your uh, articles your writing a book something which requires your attention 100% that is the time you put your mobile phone away you put your social media away you just concentrate and use your prime time downtime is where you do some routine jobs you are paying your bills you are te answering telephone calls checking your mail etc let's say by the end uh, say in the afternoon you have done lot of this work your prime time is over your down slope also you've been very tired and now you take a lunch break you take a nap or you go for a walk you go for a smoke uh, you listen to music whatever you do to you know take a break charge yourself up and then you come to the up slope and in the up slope you do your second priority jobs they are not the routine jobs of making telephone calls and checking mails they are not the type of tasks where involved lot of uh, hard work and lot of uh, focused work and now you can start doing those secondary jobs which are important but not as important right so this is the way you manage your time wave the last one i'm talking about is entrepreneurship of time what does an entrepreneur do i told you right in the beginning he invests the minimum resources to get the best results can you do the same with your time can you invest the minimum time and get maximum output right so here i come to the end of my five keys please tell me how were those keys did you find them useful please write in the chat box what did you feel about these five keys useful not useful i'm not balle uh, balle somebody says oh very good great uh, big useful wonderful very useful thank you very much that is uh, encouraging i i start getting a feeling that i did not waste your time okay now guys the vision is to get into investors league and i'm looking forward to more people joining me in that league so you need to buy my book you need to do my workshops you need to be in connect with me to so that allow me to help you make your life worth more than what it is today okay so can you all write in the chat box your three major takeaways what was it in this that appealed to you the most i would like to spend another one or two minutes in this think and act okay good so anything like this yeah so sharad says think and act what was it that you that invest time okay very good so rakesh says invest time he understood that word invest and not spend time gurpreet says the same thing uh f into uh, f into t into uh, sorry f into e into t is equal to productivity serve the wave think and act the five keys time is life compounding of time maksud says that very good roti trisha i hope you know the right roti you're not the roti with the bread because that is breaking the bread with gautam that is the english bread and uh, hind and the roti is the indian bread okay great got focus energy and time is product million dollars second uh who says that bratati datta i'm very happy that my million dollar second title gets uh, gets absorbed and fascinated right guys so now i want to come to the next question and says how many of you would like to learn more about what i said how many of you think that this subject needs a little more uh, attention than what we pay to it 
So how many of you would be interested in learning more? So Vipul says me, Dilip says certainly me, uh, Sunita Jain says Sunita Jhan. Uh, okay. And then Trisha, yes. Okay. Interested. So I'm going to be telling you that I do a masterclass on crisispreneurship on time and I call it CPOT. Right? This program, it covers four major elements, four major modules. The first thing is self-management. I don't think anything on time will matter till I, as I said earlier, can you become the person? Can you first change yourself to say, why do I want to do it? Get your why clear here. You know, become that individual who really wants to do it. Who's absolutely hell-bent upon doing it. I learned this the first time from Jack Canfield. You know, and he's so profound in his success principles. And each one of them really is a pearl, is a gem. So self-management is the first module where we first prepare the ground. It is something like gardening. That is the place where I till the soil and make it ready for germinating of a seed. Because if I try and, in, uh, you know, I sow a seed on the road, it'll never grow. It'll never, never, never germinate. So I need to first prepare the soil. This is preparing the soil. Second is time consciousness. I still haven't come to time management. I want you to now get into that mental state of telling yourself every day, hey, that's a resource I can't waste. Hey, that's more important than money. And that is the thing which I want you to do with your family, with your buddies, with your colleagues, where you remind each other, hey, you're wasting time. Don't waste my time. Right? The third one is goal management in uncertain times. Now, when we talk of goal management, I cover not even 40% of the time on going through what have been goal management principles since time immemorial. You can't change them. But then I give them a different flavor now and I call them direct goals. Okay. And direct goals are a modern way of thinking, how can I add a flavor of and you know, direct is an acronym. Are your goals dream-based? Are they inspiration-based? Are they, are they resource-based? Are they energy-based? And are they time-based? Okay, so the direct becomes, you interject that into your already made goals and refine them. And in the end, we talk about the main result that we want to get out of it is profitability. And this comes through productivity. And we then... All the three modules put together actually now get you the results. We have a beautiful workbook design. You have to enter everything in the workbook and it remains your life's journal, reflective journal, where you get a great idea. So ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I come to the end of my presentation. And before I go, I can't stop thanking you for the 3,600 seconds that you invested in yourself and gave me an opportunity to share my thoughts with you. So here is a gift. It will be in the chat box, the link. Otherwise, you can just copy it. It's a bit.ly link, MDS Doodles. This is my book, Million Dollar Second, in a visual format. So Vijaya Suvarna is a lady who's been very help, kind to me. She has made doodles. Every chapter is on one page of a, 
of a visual. So in there are 10 chapters, you, in 10 pages, you get an idea of what the book is like, right? So I have finished. Thank you very much. And over to Gautam. Thank you very much, Brigadier Sushil, for your inspirational session and sharing your wonderful experience over the years, not only from your personal experience, but obviously your learnings from all the great global thought leaders. So thank you for your valuable time. I think we've used up most of your 3,600 seconds that you kindly shared with us today. However, I will take two questions before I invite uh, Sharada Garwal back on the virtual platform. So the first question I have for you, Brigadier Sushil, is from Ali Amir Ali, which is, how do I strike a balance between work and family life? Very good. So now it is a priority and there is a beautiful focus funnel, which I talk about in my workshops, and some of you must have already gone through it. Uh, it is a funnel by Rory Vaden. And if you write back to me, uh, I will send you a little uh, note on that, which you can see in your own time. Also on my YouTube channel, focus funnel is, uh, uh, is one of my videos. But um, uh, what is it? Amir Ali, is that question from? Yes, uh, Ali, Amir, Ali. Ali, Amir, Ali. Okay, so Ali, what I want to tell you is you have to decide your priorities. Whether your family is a priority or work is your priority and which one is more, which one is less. Now that nobody can tell you. But what you need to do is you need to have a discipline and say that this is my family time and in that family time you do nothing else. Right? I can also share with you and only those who want I've got a peg system where on a simple Excel sheet, you have to peg it down and say, this is my time for this activity and this activity. So it's not only family and work, but I also say, uh, you know, time between your uh, friends, your personal development. I, I, I invest a certain amount of time in my day on my personal development. Every day I spend about two hours in either reading or watching YouTube videos which are related to my work. So that is my self-development time, family time, uh, your physical exercise time, your friends time, your socializing time, and time on social media. Something that all of us are struggling because we always slip and spend more time on social media than what we should be doing. So that's the way I would look at focusing. I hope I answered your question. Thank you very much, Brigadier. I'll just take 300 more seconds to ask you the balance two questions we have. I like this one, which is from Nirmala. How do we help our kids to use time wisely in the information world that we now live in? Over to you, Brigadier. Thank you very much, Nirmala. That's a very good question and very simple as well. See, right from the time a child is born, as if you, if you firstly set an example, that he or she sees what you're doing in your life. Are you, are you punctual? Are you valuing time? Are you not wasting people's time? The child will learn on its own. And second is, keep guiding the child as he grows up. I told you my parents did that. And they were not, they, they didn't do workshops and they were not educated to do that. But I think they came from their own personal example that they taught me. Nothing, nothing, nothing is better than setting an example because children don't listen to you. 
they observe you and they do what you do so if you can do it they'll do it thank you brigadier sushil the next one is from balakrishna and ramanathan how to build the stronger community to handle the diverse threats like day to day life practices during this crisis time very good balakrishna this is another question that is very pertinent today so it is basically a realization in the community where all of us get together and uh work on a common cause bring this time consciousness that i'm talking about that everyone understands the value of time and a very very important very important thing which relates to all the questions and even the questions which you haven't asked is self discipline none of this no goal setting no time management can be done unless you get your get your act right on what i say is self discipline and what is self discipline it's got a very clear definition and i know that most of you don't know what is self discipline even if you say i know it please compare it with this definition self discipline is doing what you ought to do okay we all know what you ought to do doing what you ought to do when a nobody is watching me and b when i don't feel like doing it self discipline is doing what you ought to do when nobody is watching me and i don't feel like doing it my mood i don't feel like going to the gym and you get up and tony robbins says take the first baby step and the first baby step is wear your shoes because nobody wears the shoes and then goes back to bed so take your first baby step thank you thank you brigadier sushil before i ask you the very last question there's suddenly a flood of many questions coming in so what i've done for participants on the webinar we have now i've shared brigadier sushil's linkedin profile and mine you can feel free to either comment on onlywebinars.com and ask your questions on their linkedin profile you can also reach out to brigadier sushil directly with your questions he'll be more than happy to answer your questions and help you in your journey of uh, of success so please do connect with brigadier sushil myself and obviously do share your questions online or with only webinars and we'll be delighted to share those answers online with you via linkedin so brigadier sushil to ask you the final question which is seems to a very popular one it is sometimes circumstances overpower the time that one has and the whole chain gets disrupted how does one manage this absolutely see you know everything is not in my control so if i am in a stuck in a traffic jam and i am now going to go to a meeting late obviously it is going to upset my routine so there are this is what i learned in the army it's called contingency planning so if i know and i've trained myself if there is a because you see that is not a crisis uh, i mean it's not a crisis that i can't imagine i can't uh, say that i didn't know there'll be a traffic jam so can i go prepare that if there's a traffic jam i'll do this so for example every time i get into a place where either i have to wait i go for a meeting and the and the person who's uh, whom i have to meet uh, is busy in another meeting and i and somebody comes and says sorry sir uh, can you please wait for 10 minutes i think uh, the meeting is just getting over and that happens with all of us can you go around shout and say you no know, no now you have wasted my time no you can't do that so that is the time when you get on to your phone luckily today we have a thing in a, a tool in our pocket all the time 
so you can clear your messages you can clear your memory you can do you know in a daily task you know i i have to do so many likes on facebook so you can do that right now you know like on facebook like on linkedin wo kar lo jitna kaam karna hai whatever you want to do have your contingency plans and do those things which you are going to do otherwise later do them now now that is what you can do and something which you can't do then geeta says jo hai so hai please go by what is accept the fact embrace the reality and in my time management workshops and all i always talk about something called white spaces that when you plan your day there are some places which are unforeseen you can't help it now i can do something which is in my control how can i do something which is not in my control so for that keep some open spaces and every day you know that i have to cater for some things which will not go by my uh by my way something unforeseen happens electricity went off or uh, right at the time i'm telling you i've been uh, i was getting ready for a party and i have to, absolutely had to be ready on time and when i looked into the mirror i found that there was uh, something that i needed to do so i started trimming my hair and somewhere that scissor went onto my nose and it started bleeding i was 10 minutes late can i help it can i go bleeding in the party so things beyond me that happened so then you know when the situation takes over is a question of how you handle it as quickly as possible damage control can i get ready in 10 minutes or can i get ready late and let me um, uh, tell you a very uh, quick story i came to bombay about 5 years back 5 uh, years before i left the army and i wanted to then open a school so i wanted to go and visit the dhirubhai ambani school because it was an limelight on being one of the best schools i took an appointment with the principal who is a very senior lady and very difficult to get an appointment with her i was new to bombay there were no uh, olas and ubers there was no gps so i was told by my cousin it will take about 1 hour so i took 1 and a half hours before i took a cab but the traffic was unprecedented so i got stuck on the highway the cab would move forward i picked up the phone and rang this lady and i said ma'am i'm so sorry and that's what i do if i i'm getting late at least i tell you i'm coming late you can plan, you know you can at least readjust your time i said i'm sorry i'm getting late uh, i'll not be able to reach on time because there's traffic she says no problem uh, brigadier you can take your time uh, if you come at 10 o'clock you get 30 minutes because your slot is 10 to 10:30 if you come at 10:10 10, you'll get 20 minutes if you come at 10:20 you'll get 10 minutes and if you come at 10:30 my other meeting would have started which means then you can get out i asked the driver to take a u turn and go back home there was no way but i learned a lesson of my life that time if i need to go for that appointment i might as well make sure that even if i go half an hour earlier i'll go and then half an hour in a waiting room i'll go and do some tasks which are planned thank you thank you very much brigadier even though we're 12 minutes over time this the good news is that 93% of the participants have stayed on so that speaks leaps and bounds of the value that you've provided even in the qna and uh, on a closing note for myself it's been an absolute pleasure knowing brigadier over the last year especially worked very closely with him he's a man of great wisdom but above all he's a person who inspires and helps you to take action for me this time of crisis means opportunity i've released my book breaking bread 
and I'm super excited because this last four months, whilst I've been in lockdown, it's actually been the most productive time in my 25 years in career. I've hosted over 25 events virtually, which we'd never have done in a physical year. So to me, crisis means opportunity. My closing words from my side on behalf of myself and right selection are the great words of wisdom from my father. He said, whenever you go through a challenge, surround yourself with the right people, continuously learn and take massive action. On behalf of Right Selection, thank you. I now hand over to the CEO of OnlyWebinars.com, Mr. Sharad Agarwal, over to you. Thanks, uh, Gautam. Very tough to add to what uh, Brigadier Basina has already said. And uh, I loved your closing remarks as well. My closing remarks are very simple. Tough times don't last forever. Tough people do. So let's toughen up and let's be the survivors. I want to thank all participants for investing their 74 minutes with us today. I hope there were a lot of learnings, a lot of takeaways. And finally, uh, thank you, Brigadier Sushil Basin, for investing your time with us. Thank you, Gautam, for moderating this webinar. Thank you, all participants from across the globe for joining in. Stay safe and stay tuned to onlywebinars.com for some more webinar announcements coming soon. Thank you and have a safe day. Thank you.